gain of function, Frankenstein, playing God, all of those things are words that we can associate with Dr. Fauci. Dr. Fauci has come under scrutiny in a recent Congress meeting by Senator Rand Paul for participating in what he calls gain-of-function research. What is gain-of-function research? Put it simply, for everybody out there that's not into biology, science, or viruses, and study of medicine, <clears throat> certain viruses do not harm us. Actually, 8% of our, of our genome, our DNA, is dormant sleeping viruses and bacteria that our immune system over the last 7 billion years has learned to silence and not express. It's not the presence of a virus. It's the expression of a virus that causes disease. So the very man behind HIV and the leader of the National Institutes for Allergic and Infectious Disease, Dr. Fauci, has been bragging online for at least a decade about his gain-of-function experiments. These gain-of-function experiments take viruses out of animals, bats, mice, monkeys, pigs, cows, birds, takes viruses out of animals and teaches the virus how to get inside a human cell. That is what Dr. Fauci has spent millions, possibly billions of dollars doing with on behalf of research in the name of research, anything goes, but not with Senator Rand Paul. We're going to look at the exchange between Dr. Fauci and we're going to ask her this question once and for all. Did Dr. Fauci fund the Wuhan lab? That is our first question that we want to answer. Two, did Dr. Fauci have an interest in denying the lab leak theory? Three, is Dr. Fauci being honest about the public with respect to the development and the possible loss of control of the Wuhan lab because he claims he had no direct oversight? So those three questions are what we're going to answer. Who is telling the truth? Always pay attention because this is not a partisan issue, but it has become a partisan issue because Dr. Fauci is protected, insulated by the Democratic Party. The Republicans are not going for the okie doke. Okay, that is why the Biden administration has been completely silent about the situation. And now they say, hey, we want to open up an, an investigation again after they already had one. And Joe Biden actually closed that prior investigation. So they're going to do everything they can to try to pr protect their Saint Anthony Fauci. But pay attention to this exchange and we're going to break down what's really happening here. I wish to retract your statement of May 11th where you claimed that the NIH never funded gain of function research in Iran. Senator Paul, I have never lied before the Congress and I do not retract that statement. This paper that you're referring to was judged by qualified staff up and down the chain as not being gain of function. 
What was let me finish? You take an animal virus and you increase the heterogeneity of your human. Right. You're saying that's not game of Yeah, that is correct. And and Senator Paul, you do not know what you are talking about, quite frankly. And I want to say that officially, you do not know what you are talking about. Okay, you get an one person that speaks with the NIH. This is your definition that you guys wrote. It said in scientific research that increases the transmissibility among transmissibility among animals is gain of function. They took animal viruses that only occur in animals and they increase their transmissibility to human. How you can say that is not gain of function? It is not. It's a dance, and you're dancing around this because you're trying to obscure responsibility for four million people dying around the world okay. from a pandemic. Let's let's send Dr. Tatum. I have to. Well, now you're getting into something. If the point that you are making is that the the, the grant that was funded as a sub award from EcoHealth to Wuhan created SARS-CoV-2, that's where you are getting. Let me finish. We don't know. Well, wait, wait a minute. minute. I get the lab, but all the evidence is pointing to the game. Dr. Fauci is shaking. Pay attention to pay attention to his hand movements, right? So his hand movements, he's shaking. He's like, are you are you saying if you're insinuating that the research that I funded created COVID-19? How preposterous, unbelievable that that would even be a question. Just like from the beginning. Whenever we discuss the possibility of a lab leak, big tech considered that misinformation. And many people's videos were taken down. Many people's Twitter accounts were suspended. Uh, people were, people lost YouTube channels for talking about this. And now, you know, a year and some change later, we still have not discovered the animal host that brought coronaviruses that only affect animals into humans. We have not found the animal host. We still have not found that. So in a separate video, in a separate video, I'm gonna show you how the genome and the emails that have been sent to Fauci shows that qualified virologists, qualified evolutionary biologists told Fauci directly in his emails that the virus looks genetically engineered. So Dr. Fauci's had these emails, he's had this information, but right now what he's playing is what we call checkers. Rand Paul is playing chess. So Fauci is just giving himself completely away just off the fact that he said, off the mere suggestion that you're insinuating that the research that we funded could have created this virus, how do you know it didn't? How do you know it didn't? Especially because we know Dr. Fauci has been working on an HIV vaccine for decades and they wanted to use coronaviruses to carry HIV into the vaccine. So this coronavirus research um, is very dangerous. It's very dangerous and it is gain of function because they they are adding proteins from different viruses, HIV, uh, whatever else they add in there. They're, they're adding, they're spicing it up. They're teaching it, literally training it 
with human lung tissue in a lab, teaching it and growing it in human lung tissue and animal um, cells and, and making the virus more potent and more powerful. That is the very definition of gain of function. But Dr. Fauci cannot admit that he did gain of function because there was a moratorium on gain of function research under the Obama administration. And Dr. Fauci went behind the White House back and went behind the back of his own agency, the NIAD, and started funding this work to be done in the Fort Detrick lab. We're gonna talk about that in another video. And we gotta talk about the Wuhan lab. We're gonna actually travel to the Wuhan lab. We have footage from the Wuhan lab that show bats inside the lab, monkeys, worms, all kind of uh, different animals, cats were inside the lab. And uh, just, the, just the fact that he always pay attention to this. This is really what I wanna say on this. Whenever um, you're having a discussion with somebody about something that you know may be debatable or unknown, always pay attention to that person's ability to consider all possible outcomes. His outcome from day one was that this was a natural virus. He slammed everybody that said uh, it could have came from a lab, even though he had intel that directly shows that he knew that was not the case. Um, he's not even open to the possibility that, look, maybe this research could have contributed to the creation of a new virus. It's possible, right? Because I sent millions of dollars over there and they were doing gain of function. They were spicing and, and teaching um, these animal viruses to infect human cells. It's possible. Now, that's what a genuine person would do. Somebody that didn't have a, a sinister intention. He had a sinister intention from the beginning. He wanted gain-of-function research to be done. He went behind the Obama administration's back and, and started doing it again in 2015. And Trump probably wasn't even aware that Fauci was so deeply involved with this gain-of-function research because Trump was not a fan of Fauci at all, okay? So um, with all of that being said, Everybody just needs to pay attention to, like I said, when somebody is unwilling to consider the other possibility. It's it's either the one way that they say it is or it's not, because Dr. Fauci has an interest in uh, keeping up this charade. So let's also continue the interview. Check that out. I totally this resent, allow the witness to I totally resent the lie that you are now propagating, Senator. Because if you look at the viruses that were used in the experiments that were given in the annual reports that were published in the literature, it is molecularly impossible. No one's saying those it, viruses it is, caused it. It no is molecularly those virus caused the pandemic. What we're alleging is that gain of function research was going on in that lab and NIH funded it. That is and not away from it. It meets your definition and you are obfuscating the truth. I'm not obfuscating the truth. You are the one. It's inspiring, but I will allow the witness to. Let me just finish. I want everyone to understand that if you look at those viruses, and that's judged by qualified virologists and evolutionary biologists. 
Those viruses are molecularly impossible. No ones are they? They are. No one's those viruses caused the pandemic. Power state. All right. Now, two things. The coronavirus SARS-CoV-2 is 86% similar to SARS-1. So it's not a novel coronavirus. It's, it's 86% the same as the original severe acute respiratory distress syndrome causing virus. It's 86%. Um, and we also got to keep in mind that we haven't sequenced the virus. You know, there there's a there's a huge issue right now as far as like even in a state like North Carolina, they've only sequenced about 900 genomes of the virus from people that tested positive. That's it. We have not done extensive sequencing of the virus, but the sequencing that we have done, we know that it's 86 percent similar to the first one. And um just the fact that we have not found an animal host for this virus <laughs> is suspect. It has never taken this long to uh, find an animal host if a virus is going to jump from animals to humans. Okay, it just doesn't work like that. And uh, Fauci's emails show that. So what we're going to do now is um, let's let's get into another conversation that Fauci and Rampar had because this is like the third time they've they've had this kind of conversation. So I want to show you what Rampar had to say. All right, yeah, hold on one second. Let me uh, rise this like this. my clips pulled up already sorry um i was looking for a specific clip actually you know what we could just go to his twitter page because everything is on twitter anyway so and i tell you open up another browser all right so he was on um, Ingram Angle show discussing the NIH funding gain of function research. This was the other day. And I want you guys to pay attention to uh, what he said.
Kentucky Senator Rand Paul. Senator, you really got under his skin. Um, my theory is that he's become a global celebrity, a global influencer on COVID. But now we know the truth about that lab and the fact that we funded it. And they did all that gain-of-function research there. And Anthony Fauci seems like he was not only aware of it, but didn't seem like he really disapproved of it. But if you notice what his response is now, his response is, oh, it was unfair, but he never really responds to the actual facts of the case. Number one, the NIH did without question fund this research. The bat scientist, Dr. Xi, she acknowledges it. We have the NIH number from the grant. The only thing in dispute is whether or not it was gain of function. But they took viruses that don't normally affect humans, animal viruses, they combined it with other viruses, and lo and behold, they discovered they can infect humans. That's the very definition of gain of function research. And it's an important thing because it's such bad judgment. See, he was asked in 2012, Dr. Fauci was asked, what if a pandemic should occur? What if a scientist gets infected by a virus and releases it to the public and there's a pandemic? And he said, even if that happened, that the scientific research would be worth it. So that's really the explaining he has now. He has explained to 4 million people that died, to their families, that the research was worth it. That if this escaped from a lab, it still was worth it, the knowledge gained. And that's a very debatable point. And a lot of people are now saying, you know what, it wasn't worth it, and it's not worth it in the future, and we really should have limitations on this type of research. I mean, it's a, it's a global scandal, is it not, Senator? Especially when you watch this clip from Fauci back in 2013. You have to have some uh, restrictions in the sense of you don't do work that could actually hurt people in the sense of if, if you have a laboratory accident. Once you start being too restrictive, you then impede creativity for so many of the good things that can come out of the same type of work. All those good things, Senator, that came out of the Wuhan lab, lots of them. Well, you know, he was asked recently, do you still trust the Chinese? And would you give them more money? And his answer was yes. So this shows such a, a colossal lack of judgment that he doesn't need to be in a position where he can promulgate this thing. He also pays no attention to the science. A hundred million people have had COVID and have immunity, but he completely discounts it. Why are they trying to inoculate people in the NFL that are really low risk for hospitalization or death? They're trying to inoculate them because Dr. Fauci doesn't accept the fact that many of them have already had it naturally. And so he just doesn't count their immunity in the schemes as we got to push on, we got to push on. But it's him not engaging or remembering or presenting the science as it should be. And really it's long past time that we uh, send him to another location far away from the seats of power. Senator uh, Paul, in Tennessee, uh, there's a piece today, and they reported that there have been a thousand breakthrough cases with people who've been fully vaccinated uh, of COVID. And the doctor reporting on it said that 25% of those uh, thousand cases uh, were asymptomatic, which I thought that's interesting. Only 25% are asymptomatic. Um, that's from Tennessee. What, and, and obviously the vaccine has effectiveness especially toward older, with older people, uh, but there's something else happening with some of these uh, small number of breakthrough cases. Well, the Delta variant is real and it is taking over the wild variant. 
But the good news is that it's much less deadly, maybe a tenth as deadly as the virus was last year. So we're going to have large. All right. So the last thing I want to include on this video is um, the paper, the paper that uh, they were talking about um, in the exchange between Rand Paul and Dr. Fauci. And this is the article right here. It's called Discovery of a Rich Gene Pool of Bat SARS-related coronaviruses provide new insights into the origins of SARS coronavirus. This paper uh, was led by Bat Lady Shi Ling Shi and over 20 different Chinese researchers at the Wuhan lab. And this was actually published November 30th of 2017. So let's read the abstract, okay? And this is gonna get a little scientific, but I'm gonna definitely break it down for the listener audience, what they're saying. Um, so it says a large number of SARS-related coronaviruses have been detected in horseshoe bats since 2005 in different areas of China. However, these bat SARS coronaviruses show sequence differences from SARS coronavirus and different genes, SORF8, ORF3. And we're going to really talk about ORF8 because that's going to be the next video. All right. So I'm, let me just stay focused on this. So these different genes are considered unlikely to represent the direct progenitor of SARS-CoV. Herein, we report the findings of our five-year surveillance of sars at our coves in a cave inhabited by multiple species of horseshoe bats in Yunnan Province, China. The full length genomes of 11 newly discovered SARS cove strains, together with our previous findings, reveals that the SARS coves circulating in this single location are highly diverse in the S gene, ORF3, and ORF8. Importantly, strains with high genetic similarity to SARS cove in the hypervariable in terminal domain and receptor binding domain of the S1 gene, ORF3, and ORFA region, respectively, were all discovered in this cave. In addition, we report the first discovery of bat SARS are coves highly similar to human SARS cove in ORF3B and the split ORF8A and B. All right. So, all of that is fancy talk for just saying, look, we couldn't figure out where the original coronavirus. SARS-CoV-1 came from, and now we're trying to see um, what, how does it relate to the the, the regular coronaviruses that are already there in bats. All right. In addition, we found bat SARS-CoV strains with different S proteins that can all use the receptor of SARS-CoV in humans ACE2 for cell entry. entry suggesting diverse SARS-CoVs capable of direct transmission to humans are circulating in bats in this cave. Our current study therefore offers a clearer picture on the evolutionary origin of SARS-CoV and highlights the risk of future emergence of SARS-like diseases. So that's what, so what they're saying is, look, we found viruses that can infect humans. We found viruses in bats that can infect humans. And we documented them, we sequenced them, 
we we grew them in the lab we grew them in monkey kidney cells <laughs> and this is all funded by dr fauci so this discovery every day they're discovering new viruses and new bacteria so who's responsible for that kind of research why do people need to be um going into bat caves taking blood out of bats putting it in a lab putting some growing you know parts of the virus inside animal other animal tissues and then trying to see if it can infect the human cells this is all gain-of-function research um and dr fauci can no longer hide um He can no longer hide. Okay. So those are my thoughts on it. Um, if anybody has any quick thoughts, I did drop the link. Um, I typically just do my broadcast and I leave. But if anybody did have an opinion on this, you're more than welcome to give your opinion. Um, but I think it's obvious that Dr. Fauci has got caught with his hand in the cookie jar. <laughs> and the reason why coronaviruses are important is because of the spike protein. So um, the spike protein and certain genes in coronaviruses are very easy to manipulate. Um, and so what they've been doing for the past, you know, 20, 30 years is working on an HIV vaccine. And for the HIV vaccine, they want to use an, a, a chimpanzee virus a chimpanzee coronavirus, and they want to put um, a weakened form of HIV in this um, chimpanzee virus and use that as an HIV vaccine. So we've never had a successful HIV vaccine, never had a successful AIDS vaccine, and it's been for a very interesting reason. So in my next video, we're going to answer the question is, is HIV in the COVID-19 genome? That is a question um, do we have any evidence of, of that to be the case? So I'm definitely going to answer that question in the next one. So don't go nowhere. We're just getting started. This is the Amin Ra News Network. The Amin Ra Podcast is now available on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Spotify.